Spotlight with Sarah Hendy. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Well, fast am I, and thanks for joining me. It's lovely to have you along. Tonight on the programme, we'll be speaking to Guernsey Theatre Company Freaky Geese, and we'll be talking to Manx-born Jonathan Io, whose collaborative single Forever is raising money for two fabulous UK charities. First tonight, we're joined on the line by Reese and Dan, who are the founders of Guernsey theatre company Freaky Geese, who are staging a show in August, which if you're visiting Guernsey, you may be able to see. Uh, so good evening, Reese and Dan. Welcome to Spotlight. It must be really exciting for you both to be performing on home soil, since you usually live and work in London. Absolutely, yeah. Um, we've lived in London for like five or six years now, after leaving Guernsey to train at drama school. And so London is the sort of arts hub of certainly Britain, if I'd be Europe, if not the world. Um, and so, yeah, so that's that's where all the castings are and stuff. So that's where we base ourselves. But given the pandemic and, and everything happening with coronavirus, there is no real art scene currently, although hopefully it will start picking up as we get closer to winter. But, yeah, so we just thought it would be nice to, to come home and, and have a bit of a holiday where after isolating we can go out and be not have to worry about coronavirus and also do what we do and love and put on a show and and, and just, just play I suppose. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It means that we don't have to uh, sit in London <laughs> waiting for uh, a call from someone to, to, that works back on again and sit on you know various government schemes to keep ourselves afloat as well. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it must have been devastating for you, but I think one of the most inspiring things is seeing how people are being so resourceful. Tell us a little bit about this performance because you haven't worked together on something like this before in Guernsey, I suppose, have you? No, so um, I think this is probably the first times that a play like this is being performed over here. There's very much a market for sort of musical theatre and and that sort of thing over here, but this is probably the first time that a play like uh, Growth, which is the play that we're doing, uh, written by Luke Norris, um... It's being performed over here. It's it's a play all about um, masculinity and and sort of uh, young men uh, dealing with like testicular cancer and um, and sort of just sort of general kind of growing up really, I guess. And it's it's a really funny play as well. I mean, I know when I've described it there, it probably sounds like it's going to be a bit of a downer, but um, it's it's a very funny play and it's dealt with very sort of tongue in cheek and it's also very zippy and very very snappy. It's quite short. It runs probably for about ninety minutes, so it's um, you kind of each scene is kind of like a snapshot of this of the main character Tobes, sort of main character. It's sort of a, a snapshot of his life in each scene as he sort of uh, tries to come to terms with uh, with this. Um, well, he finds a lump, and he's, he's sort of coming to terms with uh, with that and what that might mean for him and his and his personal life as well. Are you nervous at all about sort of performing to a home crowd? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> think so there'll still be a bit of um nerves before we before we go on i suppose i mean it's it's freaky geese is something that me and dan have created in this lockdown and we're very passionate people and we always want to do the best that we can in whatever work we're doing so there will be nervousness about you know about how we've how we've done and how we've worked through the process and that whether the people paying their 12 pounds 50 to come and see us will enjoy it that's nervous but when we when we get on and, and tread the board so to speak 
I think we'll just have an absolute blast. Um, we've played Guernsey before. Mm. Um, I'm sure this isn't the first. I'm sure it's not going to be the last for Freaky Geese or for us. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't think it'll be... I think, we're gonna, I think it's going to be a, uh, a warm audience reception. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll find out very quickly if it's not. And I think it's the... I might be wrong. It's one of the first pieces of live theatre to come back on to in Guernsey since since lockdown. There might be one or two things beforehand, but certainly professional-wise, this is the first professional piece of theatre that Guernsey's had since lockdown. So I think people will be, like you said, Dan, uh, very excited and, and, and have a warm reception to it and just be grateful that, that unlike the UK, we're, we're all allowed out to go and enjoy these, these arts and these wonderful things happening on the island. And it sort of gives you that... Remind you of that the privilege that we have really in a place that, that is coronavirus free to enjoy, um, like you said, our, our local art scene and, and kind of um, enjoying absolute wealth of talent that, that um, our islands sort of have to offer. It's quite amazing, really, I suppose, isn't it? How um, our small islands with small populations uh, can have such a wealth of talent, as you say. How different is this to what you'd normally be doing in your daily working lives? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I, it depends how lucky we are, I suppose. I mean, it kind of arguably is our daily working life. Um, as sort of self-employed actors... You, you either have agents or you're on Spotlight, which is a casting website, and you apply for auditions, you go to auditions, um, you either book those auditions or you don't, and then you do whatever job on the side to be, ordered, be able to pay your rent and, and your bills, etc. Um, and if you book one of the auditions that you go to, that means that you then do the job and you don't have to do the job on the side to pay the bills. Um, so this is the bit where we're normally lucky and we don't have to do the job on the side to pay the bills. And so that's, that's what's happening. We, we don't have to do that. We're very grateful to the Guernsey arts foundation um, and mug. They are sponsoring us, um, which means that they're going to be able to give us a little bit of money that we can put towards the show. And also for us as a wage on top of any of the profits that we make from, from ticket sales. So it really sort of puts us in a stable position to really invest a hundred percent into our show. Um, and we, yeah, so we're, like I said, we're very grateful for them for that. Mm. It's been really lovely to see their enthusiasm as well in, in, in the work and, and bringing it over. And that's really been key to sort of um, putting the play on. I guess the only real difference for us is that this is our first time uh, producing the play rather than just, you know, being mercenary actors in it, mm. um, which is exciting for us. I think we're, we're both very passionate about being work creators and, and, and makers and not just sort of um, mercenaries getting some work so it's it, it's, been, it's been tricky in figuring out those things and and you know things that we we weren't aware of before you we started this sort of thing like fire regulations we, we learned we learned that we can just have any number of seats we wanted you know certain things and just stuff we never really would have considered before it sounds so exciting. The performance is taking place on Thursday the 20th, Friday the 21st and Saturday the 22nd of August. Where Where is it? Tell us about the space that you'll be you'll be using. So it's at the um, Princess Royal Centre for Performing Arts um, in St Peterport, I think, in Guernsey. Um, very accessible from the airport or the, the boat, however. I'll be the airport for, for the listeners in the Isle of Man. Um, I don't think there's a boat, but you know, I'd, I don't really like flying, so I'd rather a boat. But I don't think that's I don't think that's a viable option. Yeah, long way to uh, sail. 
absolutely. <laughs> I'd, I'd do it to be honest to avoid being up in the sky. Um, but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, yes, so it's in the the, the Princess Royal Centre for Performing Arts. Uh, there's we're doing it in the studio theatre, which is upstairs, which I don't think has been it's the first. The fir- it's the first performance in there. A very small, intimate space, seating about fifty seats, um, fifty people, um, and that's something that we really wanted to uh, to, to look at and, and, and do and develop, uh, just because it's because it's such a, a a genuine, heartfelt, heartwarming some might say play as well, that it's the intimacy is really important for the text. And so for the audience to be right up close and personal with us in a on a smaller, smaller staging and a sort of minimal set, I think is, is the aim we're going for. It, it, it can really electrify the text and Luke Norris's text is brilliant anyway, but it can really elevate it to the next level with the audience being so close and intimate to you. Yeah, we really want the audience to feel um, like they're in the room with, with Tobes, the main character, that's very much our sort of uh, goal for it. And uh, because the main character Tobes is in is in every scene, and um, and myself and we've got another actor, Ruby Tap. Um, she, uh, me and her, we sort of alternate different roles and different people in, in Tobes' life. And we really want um, everyone to follow um, Tobes' journey with him. And I think that's really important, really crucial to having everyone really up close and personal. So we can look them in the eyes and see and see into their soul. <laughs> wow, um, this is a really lovely opportunity for um, people from the Isle of Man if they're visiting um, Guernsey between the twentieth and the twenty second to enjoy some of your theatre. Are you guys planning to travel to the Isle of Man at all? Well, we'd absolutely love to. I think we've discussed it a little bit. Basically, there, there was an issue that um, I think all the flights that were planned sold out pretty quickly. They went really. so fast, didn't they? Yeah, um, I can't remember how many. It must. I think it was over a thousand. I think went really, wow, really quickly. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, I mean, I would love to come because I've never been to Isle of Man. Yeah. Um, I've got many friends um, who have lived there before uh, or who have, who have been on holiday and they've loved it. And I would love to go. And I'd love to go to the TT as well, obviously. Yeah. Um, as Freaky Geese, we have talked about touring our shows and doing fringes. And you know, if 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 people from the Isle of Man turn up and there's an interest, we absolutely love. And have, we'd love to have conversations with whoever runs your theatres over there to, to come and do it, possibly. That would be really exciting for us, I think. Oh, how lovely. Um, and in terms of in terms of your career and going forward, I know that it's so... Nobody can really say when things are going to pick back up, but when are you planning to, to go back to London and try and get back into the swing of things? Anytime, really. We're hoping to... Um we're hoping to keep on with, with Freaky Geese as well, aren't we? We're hoping to um, uh, take the the sort of company and and we're really passionate about developing uh, more and more work um, throughout the new year. And our sort of goal is to um, start properly next year in, in, in London and uh, sort of take work then out to, to the regions. And that's something we're also really passionate about as well. Mm. We want to take like very engaging kind of theatre that makes people question as well. I think is probably the best way of describing it, and taking that kind of theatre out to, to everyone. Quickly say that um, tickets are available to buy on GuernseyTickets.gg, or you can uh, go to the box office yourself if you're on holiday for the week or something, or call 01481 749 Thank you, and all the best. I hope it goes really well. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. 
as Reese and Dan said, theatre really has suffered through lockdown and unlike here and in Guernsey, performers still aren't able to get back to their beloved theatres in the UK. And uh, one such person is Jonathan Io. His workload has been affected by the pandemic, but he and his friend and colleague Richard were inspired to use any spare time they had to collaborate on a project. And you've been meaning to work together for quite some time. Is that right, Jonathan? That's correct. Yeah, we've been friends for nearly 15 years. Um, and every time we get around to trying to start a project, just we never get around to finishing it because of workloads and, and tours and and him being an MD um, and a teacher and myself as well, we never get around to finishing it. And this obviously lockdown gave us the chance to do that. Did you have to work separately? Because I imagine, you know, you m- must both have been in isolation through this time. And how was collaborating with someone from a distance? Well, it's with technology nowadays, as you as you know, we can it's it's a lot easier. But he's he's based in Cornwall uh, and I'm up, in, up here in London, top up there, North London. And um, so, yeah, we, we wrote everything um, over FaceTime and Zoom. Um, uh, with people recording different sections of the song and 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 we tr- just tried to we spoke every day coffee via zoom basically every day that sounds like a lovely setup <laughs> um like structurally how did it work was um was one of you kind of ch- taking charge of the lyrics and one of you taking charge of the the musical composition or um was it sort of collaborative all along the way well it started off with his his idea he had a, a little hook in his head and he he put it he put it um put it down on the computer music recorded it and then we built on that together basically he 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 started he has all the music stuff down there um lyrics then we helped each other uh and once we finally got a basic kind of structure we then the hard work then had to begin by incorporating all our friends and and colleagues and people that were up for doing it basically and tell us about some of the people who you got involved because I think one of the lovely things about um, what you've done here is that you get the opportunity to hear each of these spectacular voices individually and really appreciate the qualities of each voice. Who have you got involved? Yeah, that's so, so true. We had 120 um, submissions overall. I say submissions, but people are willing to give up their time for this. And um, we managed to get hold of quite some high prolific names in the world of musical theatre. Um People, uh, Savannah Stevenson, who uh, was uh, in Wicked as as um, one of the one of the main parts in Wicked, um, Jodie Steele, who's in Six, the musical touring or was touring, as it as it were, um, and and then uh, Stephen Weller, who was the original Martin Gare, he was in Les Mis, uh, and then not just only top names, but we also had um, I work at Arts Ed Theatre School and also Masters Performing Arts, and we got all the students. Uh, they, they were the backing vocalists. Uh, so we had about 30 students from each of these colleges, Wilkes, performing arts as well. Um, and then a mixture of not only professionals, but amateurs. And we just called upon everyone that we could. And we had we had such a great number of submissions. And we that the hard work began then, obviously, because you have to listen to every single one. Technically, how did it work? How did people record their contributions? And how did you go about compiling them? Well... <laughs> That was the hardest thing. So basically, we asked people to contribute as much or as little as they wanted to the song. We had four different parts, as in a, a male one, a male two, female two, female female one, plus plus um, three chorus choruses as well. So there were so many different parts, and um, people chose what they wanted. We um, asked them to email themselves, filming it as well. Um, so we had film and audio, just to email all that to us. Um, Richard would then strip the music, and he would then start putting that together while I had the the job of editing a video together with everyone's uh, different clips and because some only did half a song that's what the hardest thing was it wasn't just everyone recorded the whole song so I could put it all together 
I had to find who sang which part, who sang this part, and and that that took that took at least it took three months overall to get this together. But it worked in the end. I think it, I think the project is a is a good finish. Yeah, it's so effective. And I suppose um, three months is a heck of a long time to be working on something like this. And in normal circumstances, we'd be thinking, well, how on earth did you did you have time to do that? But lockdown must have really changed your daily life. Yeah, it did. It did. And we're still we're coming to the end of that now here, hopefully in London. But we're still on, we still have rules here. Um, you're not as lucky as you guys over there. Yes, we, we managed to find time to do it when we had other stuff to do as well like I was still teaching Richard was still uh, teaching as well um, and we we just managed to find time in our day to do a bit, bit at a time and then eventually we decided at the end because it took so long to not only release it for NHS but also for for the performers alike because these guys also gave up their time for free to give to us so we're trying to raise money for NHS and also for, for, for performers in theatre. Tell me a little bit about the lyrics that you chose um, because they're really quite powerful. Yes, we um when when the Queen addressed the nation, uh, thanking the NHS uh, and all the care workers. I don't don't know if you remember, she drew on memories of her childhood, like in her first broadcast, um, and she said, "We will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again." And we decided to use those specific words. We will meet again, which also was the, um, lifted from the title lyric of Dame Vera Lynn's song, "We'll meet again," um, and we decided um, to have that kind of feeling of togetherness. Um, hence the word forever, um, and we will meet again. Um, and uh, there's a guy called Lin Manuel Miranda. I don't know if people will know him, but he wrote Hamilton. I don't know if you've seen that, Sarah, but it, he um, he did a speech in 2016, which was um, for theatre makers and, and marginalised groups. It was like a, a rallying call to arms. So we all stand together, fight for equality, which at the moment is big, spread positivity. So we thought at this time, what better time to write this song for NHS and for theatre? with the words love is love and forever and that's how it was born really yeah we're also keenly aware of the the hard work that um the nhs nhs workers have put in and keeping keeping us safe keeping us alive tell us a little bit about the landscape in theater land at the moment it's it's a bit of a tricky time isn't it for, for theater it is yeah i mean i think a couple of days ago boris decided that in in uh, theater can be put on inside from november the 1st with, with social distancing involved. Now, the problem with that is um, theatres have to obviously make a certain amount of money to keep going. The producers have to have to sell a certain amount of tickets, but with social distancing, unfortunately, that means usually uh, with full houses, you need about 80% capacity to break even with these shows. With social distancing, it's not gonna happen. So that's that's the problem they're facing right now. Um, and we're thinking, well, from, from from Cameron McIntosh is saying he's he's thinking March earliest before all his big shows go on. But they are putting on outside shows. Jesus Christ Superstar is going on in, in the in Regent's Park. Um, that they can get away with that because it's outside. But even even so, it's still with social distancing rules, and it's going to take at least I think another a year before we even start to see the uh, the normal side of this. So, and it's it's um, tricky time for all actors, especially ones that are. That have had, like myself, we've had all the work taken away straight away from us. Well, I think you're uh, you're dedicating this song to two really wonderful causes. Tell us about how we can hear it, how we can donate, all the details. Absolutely, yeah. Well, for those of you on Facebook, um, Richard and I created our own company as well. It's facebook.com forward slash R-H-J-E-N-T-S. So R-H-J-E-N-T-S, like is an entertainment. That's the best way to get it on Facebook. And on there, you'll see the links to the 
to the nhscharities.org and the, the, the Acting for Others link, which uh, takes you to both sides. Uh, and at the end, we were lucky enough to get, of the video, uh, we're lucky enough to get uh, Matthew Kelly um, of Stars in Their Eyes fame <laughs> to, to uh, endorse the video for us. And he, he'll explain it as well at the end. You, and on the website, you will see uh, the video and everything will be explained on there. But that's where you need to go to. Forever grateful, forever true, forever thankful. Forever you forever Forever patient Forever fair Forever gracious Forever there for forever
now, that's all we have time for. I'll be back again same time next Wednesday. And if you'd like to hear anything from today's show in the meantime, just head to manxradio.com where Spotlight is available as a free podcast. And if there's anything creative you've been up to that you'd like to tell us about, just email spotlight at manxradio.com. So until next Wednesday, have a lovely creative week. Slen you. Slen you.